0: Not since the night of the firstborn of Egypt did the angel of death visit the earth. Yet his services were required again in the year 701 BC. According to Jewish tradition, the angel of death was named Aziel, and a night of reckoning for the powers that be was set forth. Hezekiah's reforms had started to impact the nation of Judah in powerful ways. His reforms aimed at bringing about a true revival for his country were revolutionizing the country, reinvigorating the culture, and bringing back life and growth and courage into the hearts of the people. When the temple doors were opened, the Levites blew the shofars and consecrated the temple, but before there was enough priests, the people were demanding sacrifices and the priests to lead them in true worship of God. The fire over jerusalem returned and the people worshipped the true god in heaven and marveled at their new king whose steadfastness inspired them king hezekiah did more he transformed the army into a disciplined force he refortified the cities and everywhere possible he improved the life of the people and strengthened themselves against invasion from the feared assyrians who hezekiah stopped paying tribute gold to while scribes worked diligently pulling and preserving all they could from the archives in jerusalem and the compilation of Solomon's Proverbs and David's Psalms, huge construction projects were underway. One of Hezekiah's engineers proposed a mine well to be dug from the Gihon Spring to become the primary city water source within the city to protect it from invasion. Hezekiah loved the idea, and he funded the project and promoted the engineers to do the work.
1: Right there. Hit it with the hammer. Insert this rod. Surely this will drive away the loose rock and make progress for us.
2: I've
3: got a good feeling about this. Surely, they are very, very close. Rayma, you've done it. Look, the wall is falling on the other side. You've met the other tunnel.
2: They've done it. The men from the spring have arrived. They've done it. Hey, can you hear me? You've broken through. You've broken through. I'm coming over the broken section. Let me clear the stone. I'm coming over. I've got to shake your hands. The Lord is with us. We've done it. We've done it. Praise God. We've done it. What is your name over the wall? I am Funai, and this is Rema. Who are you? I'm Kina. Shake my hand. May God bless you, for you were the ones he chose to bring these waters together. Now step back, gentlemen. Let us let the waters flow. May it be recorded right here that the Lord guided these men and joined these waters.
0: Downstream the prophet Isaiah was standing by the pool at Salome as it began to fill up for the first time The greenish waters created an iridescent light gleaming around him The prophet squatted low to the edge of the pool reaching to touch the water He breathed deep and looked around the pool almost startled by what he saw
1: My Lord you are here You love this people and may this be a place of healing May an angel always come, even daily come, like other pools, and stir these waters, bringing healing to any who seek it. May the deaf hear, and even the blind, see at this very pool.
0: Great energy didn't stop at the work at the well. Great energies were placed into strengthening the walls of Jerusalem. Scribes were put to work, piecing together the works of the prophets of the past. Teachers were in the countryside, educating the people in the word of God. And Levites sacrificed night and day at the temple and the people rejoiced in a kingdom that was alive again. And God's presence was with them, almost oblivious to the conflict that was coming. With Hezekiah's invasion and capture the entirety of Philistia, his armies have become triumphant, and when rumor spreads of his refusal to pay the king of Assyria tribute money, his fame spreads wide. It didn't take long for ambassadors from the kings of the earth to come to court his favor. In fear of the Assyrians, Hezekiah received them with more honor than was befitting idol-worshiping kings of the earth. Consistent with his behavior in the past, the prophet Isaiah would speak God's heart no matter the kings present and the looming dangers of world powers that threatened.
3: Do I now have the liberty to speak to Hezekiah? Have I waited for hours to see the hymn? I insist on a legitimate reason for the arrogance, and where is my master's tribute? Has your
2: master not
3: received the shipment? No, has payment been issued, or should my king extract it from you? You haven't received payment? No. Has the one you call God removed your ability to hear the
2: words from my mouth? We haven't. Surely payment has been lost in shipment. I could provide you treasures like my father before me, but how can I trust they will not be lost in transit? What I will need is armed guards and transit officials. Many of them are in other lands. My army is in Philistia.
3: You have plenty of armed guards in your palace. Trust me, my master has soldiers if you need them to come and take your gold. You understand this is not acceptable to my Zenakarib.
2: I understand your king demands payment, but what about the protection he offered in the past? Who can prove lost shipments didn't occur before? Shipments can get lost in Aramean quite easily. You insolent fool. We
3: receive no payment. If no payment is received, my king will be forced
2: to ask for greater terms. How can you say you want greater terms? My father paid more than what was agreed upon. What about last year's shipment? What about it? You never received your promise of support for our foreign
3: wars. Who is going to protect you from the Egyptians, huh? Let's do this.
2: I will call a full-scale investigation into the last time you requested funds, and we will see what happens. Come here at the same time next week, and we will provide our report to your king. It takes at least a week to return
3: to Nineveh. I must know now what happened since our
2: last meeting. I can only promise you a thorough answer next week. Wait a week, and we will have you a final answer.
3: Understand, I don't believe you anymore, but I will give you one week. But in the meantime, Hezekiah, I will offer an investigation of my own. If there is any, any reason or proof that I should not believe you, then my master will send forth his army. Do you understand, good king?
2: Understood.
3: That was better than last week. Please tell me the preparations to the walls are complete. My lord, we are two months from completion.
2: Please, please drive them harder in order to have our defenses complete. We don't have two months.
1: My lord, the men from Egypt are here.
3: We have come to the great king Hezekiah, bringing gifts, spices, from Egypt and silver. My lord, the Pharaoh of Egypt has brought great spices and gifts of friendship. My lord, the ruler of Egypt wants you to lead an alliance of kings against the Assyrians.
2: My lord, what is your name?
3: My lord, my name is Gesori. I am the commander of my lord's armies. We know when the Assyrians come, you will need our assistance. We desire to join hands to fight them.
2: I am very pleased with your travels to my court. Please plan to stay for some time and we will need more time together to discuss strategy.
3: What is that? My lord, there is a man from Babylon that insists on coming in. He is unannounced and we know how you feel about unannounced guests.
2: Please let him in. Your story, please stay while our friend from Babylon speaks to us. Yes, my lord. Hezekiah, your staff, do they not know me? I do not know you. Please introduce yourself. I am Marduk, Baladan, the son of the Baladan, king of Babylon.
3: My father chooses to rebel against the Assyrians and we are here to solicit and inquire into an alliance.
2: And what if the Egyptians join us in this great crusade to end the world of the power of Assyria? That was our thought. My father asked me to travel to Egypt next. Please allow me to introduce Gersori, the commander of the Egyptians. Gersori, very pleased to meet you. I heard great things. One would think divine providence brought both of you here today. Let us discuss strategy and plans to defeat Assyria. We have little time and much to cover. What is that? It's Isaiah. Please tell him it's not the time.
3: Uh, you do that. He's already here. He's right there.
2: What's the commotion? Gentlemen, our nation's prophet shows at the most important times in our history. Hear now what the Lord says about our proposed alliance, an alliance to defend against the hordes of Assyrians, soon descending their holy mounts to destroy us, all with maximum amounts
1: of torture available to man. This is what the Lord says. Assyria will fail by no human sword. A sword not of mortals will devour them. They will flee before the sword, and their young men will be put to forced labor. Very encouraging.
2: Yes, sire. Very good news. What a great prophet you
3: have in Israel, and you think a divine sword will be used against our enemies.
1: It is the armies of the Lord and him alone, no power of yours.
2: Isaiah, what what are you doing?
1: Why are you taking your clothes off? Please stop. I shall not. The Lord forbid me to wear clothes during this time of great crisis. The Lord has spoken that I shall proceed Amongst you all, with no covering as a sign. Please, Isaiah, put some clothes on. The Lord forbid it. The Lord has a word for you, Marduk. What does Judas' prophet say about me? My Lord has a prophecy against you, against the desert by the sea. Isaiah, is this the place? The Lord dictates the place and the hour. Against the desert by the sea, an invader comes from the desert, from a land of terror. A dire vision is before me. A traitor betrays. A looter takes loot. Elam, attack. Medea lays siege. I will bring an end to all of the groaning she caused. And this has happened yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday. My body was racked with pain, like a woman in childbirth. My heart falters, fear makes me tremble. I long for the light of day. This is what the Lord says, go post a lookout and have him report what he sees. When he sees chariots with teams of horses, riders of donkeys or riders of camels, let him be alert, fully alert. And the lookout shouted, day after day, my Lord, I stand on the watchtower. Every night I stay at my post look here comes a man in a chariot with a team of horses and he gives back the answer babylon has fallen has fallen all the images of its gods lie shattered on the ground my people are crushed on the threshing floor i tell you what i have heard from the lord almighty from the god of israel how dare you speak to me like this isaiah is this really the place
2: i say please refrain My lord, in alliance,
1: we seek not a relationship with this old fool. And to you, Gursary, a portent has come. The lord commands I strip down barefoot and naked to speak a sign to you. Isaiah, put your clothes on. You must stop this. The lord says... Just as my servant Isaiah has gone stripped and barefoot for three years as a sign and portent against Egypt and Cush, so the king of Assyria will lead away, stripped and barefoot, the Egyptian captives and the Cushite exiles, young and old, with buttocks bare to Egypt's shame. Those who trusted in Cush, the boasting in Egypt will be dismayed and put to shame, In that day, the people who live on this coast will say, see what has happened to those we relied on, those we fled to for help and deliverance from the king of Assyria. How then can we escape? You must refrain
3: from this madness. Please, Hezekiah, remove him from our presence.
2: Put your clothes on, Isaiah. If you can't put your clothes on, Isaiah, you will have to be removed. The Lord commands I cannot wear clothes for three years. Then you must leave. Joah, please escort Isaiah away from our presence.
1: Don't touch me! I will walk myself out, but only before you hear the rest. Woe to those who go to Egypt for help, who rely on horses, who trust in the multitude of their chariots and in the great strength of their horsemen. But do not look to the Holy One of Israel, or seek help from the Lord. Isaiah, you must leave, Joah. Let go of me, I will walk out. But hear this, yet he too is wise and can bring disaster. He does not take back his words. He will rise up against that wicked nation, against those who help evildoers. But the Egyptians are mere mortals and not God. Their horses are flesh and not spirit. When the Lord stretches out his hand, those who help will stumble. Those who are helped will fall. All will perish together.
2: Get him out of
1: here. This is what the Lord says to me. As a lion growls, a great lion over its prey, And though a whole band of shepherds is called together against it, it is not frightened by their shouts or disturbed by their clamor. As the Lord Almighty will come down to do battle on Mount Zion and on its heights, like birds hovering overhead, the Lord Almighty will shield Jerusalem. He will shield and deliver it. He will pass over it and will rescue it. Men we shall continue our conversation.
2: <coughs> Are you okay, my lord? I, I'm fine. Men, we shall find comfort in the palace. Regardless of our prophet's words, we still have a common foe. A common appoint a common appoint opponent that needs to be defeated. We shall reconvene in our armory this evening. I shall show you our history and treasures as important of the history our peoples have to defend our nations. Are you sure you're all right? Please prepare for our exalted guests this evening, for we plan to discuss terms of our agreements and forms of actions should Sennacherib attack.
0: Convinced that Hezekiah Was not paying his tribute money that there was no shipments to Assyria of gold Not awaiting Sinuvia's report Sennacherib commands Rabshakeh to invade Judah My Lord, Sennacherib
3: It is a good we didn't wait for Senueva's report. I don't believe Hezekiah ever sent payment to us. It is not his way. He chooses to oppose us, and he must be destroyed for his rebellion. My men are ready. The provinces are defeated, and we shall destroy Judah, showing Hezekiah no mercy, and begin our assault on Egypt.
4: Well said, General, well said. The time has come to finish with that dog, Hezekiah, once and for all. As you know, General, my father, Sargon, was a great general, but he spent his reign fighting enemies on all sides, and ultimately, he died fighting his country's wars. But I am not my father, General. I am a builder and a creator, not a warrior or destroyer. Countless thousands of Assyria's finest sons and a sea of silver has been spent on these wars, and I want it to end. I want this to be our final battle. After this victory, General, we shall enter upon a new era, a golden age, where the world will be at peace under the rule of the sons of Asher.
3: My lord, your father was a great warrior and taught me his ways from an early age. It was my honor to serve him, he used to say. Mercy is not for us, and we shall show no mercy to our enemies. We are small people surrounded by enemies. In the world, there are predators and prey, lions and rabbits. We are lions.
4: Indeed, General. When Hezekiah dropped his partnership with us and invaded Philistia, he invited our wrath and destruction from on high. And we will see whose God is with us and what God is it that can stand against us. My faithful Rabshakeh, marshal the troops. Command them to march, for we will destroy Judah and Jerusalem will be a byword among the nations.